Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line splat holes of gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy 2007 Los Angeles The city has changed And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Video Game Movie Month brings us yet another gem. A goddamn national treasure that somebody's trying to bury. Somebody doesn't want us reviewing this movie. Indeed. We had to order this thing from Korea. Korea. I'm not even sure which one. Yeah, honestly, doesn't matter. No. <laughs> we got the movie. <laughs> But first, oh wait, yeah, sorry, we're talking about Double Dragon, you knew double that. Double Dragon! From the trailer. <laughs> Not to be confused with Double Impact, which is possibly with, the greatest movie ever. With twice of Van Damage? <laughs> right. uh, but first, I'm a little parched, sweetie, what you got? 
I have a beer that uh, we found totally accidentally on almost the anniversary of our Iceland trip. It's been a year. Aww. Aww, if somebody wanted to find our Iceland uh, mini episodes, where would they go, Steve? They would go to eilfm.podbean.com or exactly where they downloaded this episode, but go back about a year. Yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. <laughs> so anyway, from Iceland, we have Einstock. Oligard, Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. Yeah. Sir Framleider, Arikuri, Iceland. <laughs> oh, oh god, she's having a jo- stroke oh, again. Akureri. Because it wasn't Arikuri. <laughs> yeah, brewed in Einstock, Oligard. Uh, yeah, brewed 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. We balance three kinds of hops with pure Icelandic water to create an ale unlike any other. can only be described as an Arctic pale ale and is truly one of a kind. Cascade hops give it an American character, while Northern Brewer and Hollertau tradition add just enough bitterness to make this ale refreshingly Icelandic and to make everything else pale in comparison. And it has a fucking Viking on the front. It sure does. With Viking axes. Axes all over the place. And by the way, I just want to add, if you want to add character to something, make it American character. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, Icelandic water is really, truly, like, absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's just... You know, glacier waterfalls people have got in their backyards at every mile along the road. You can drink from the waterfalls! They tell you to! They're like, bring a water bottle and just, like, drink from... Like, don't buy a water bottle. Like, the the locals are just like, are you... Like, we we didn't buy a water bottle. We watched somebody and, like, the cashier was like, are you sure you want to buy this? (laughs) Like, are you some kind of stupid... Anyway, to the beer. Excellent Icelandic accent, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't from around here, is you? You're flickering digger for Excellent Icelandic. Anyway. Anyway, I'm going to pop this top. <laughs> oh, my top. Yeah. And the poor. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, this is a nice, clear ale. Watching that head rise. Um... Yeah, it's got a beautiful golden color, like, kind of a dark gold, actually, but very, yeah. very clear. Uh, got a nice, like, off-white ca- uh, colored head. Lots of tiny little bubbles. Steve's going in for yeah. the sip. And... Oh, yeah. It is very nice. It's very well-rounded. Got a good good body to it, especially for a pale ale. Like, it's, um... Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of the piney, uh... Piney notes on the uh, the hop end. But... Yeah, you definitely taste that Cascade, which I am a fan of Cascade hops. Yeah, nice little caramel notes. Yeah, just a good mm-hmm. solid drinking beer, and you get a little little herb herbaly notes to it too. That's like probably that. from the Hollertau. That's a those are those old world hops. They have that herbaliness. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. This was one of the the wonderful beers we enjoyed at a bar with a uh, a Greenlander was pouring our beers. That's right. <laughs> Did you know they make beer in Greenland, too? Of course they do. And it was there. And it was spelled with a Q, two Qs. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. It was like Q-Y-Q or something. And Q, we're like, it was like, I don't yeah. know, we're like, how do you sp- pronounce oh, that? Oh, it he's, was kayak. But it was well, like, and that was it. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. He was like, oh, you pronounce it kayak. And we're like, really? And he's like, I think so. I mean, I used to live there. <laughs> and we're like, oh my god, okay. Like, I'm, we're not questioning you. Just confused. <laughs> just sounding it out, bro. Yeah. So Double Dragon, 
from 1994, which mm-hmm. means it was probably being made as Super Mario Brothers was about to be released. Mm-hmm. And in a, a very similar fashion, kind of a cartoony, definitely for kids kind of movie. But um, Yeah, this is fun. I'm not going to lie. This is a fun... They, they build a fun world. Uh, from director James Yukich. Who's he, Steve? Well, he made over 100 music videos for the likes of David Bowie, Genesis, Phil Collins, Foreigner, Survivor, Michael Jackson, Cheap Trick, New Kids on the Block, Huey Lewis, and possibly the news, Whitney Houston, Willie Nelson. Holy shit. This movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did specials for Bonnie Raitt, Dennis Miller, Chelsea Handler, Bill Maher, Megadeth, Mariah Carey, and Fallout Boy. But this movie was just right in the middle and one-time feature film thing. Already? Pretty sweet. Starring T2's Robert Patrick as Kogashuka. Yes, I love Robert Patrick. I love him. He's amazing. And he has frosted tips in this movie. He has a frosted top in this movie. He has a frosted top. Like the top half is frosted. Uh, Also stars the Iron Chef's... uh, was it the, the the chairman's nephew? Yes, the Iron Chef's nephew Mark on Dukakis. Iron Chef America. By the way, that motherfucker has not aged a goddamn day. Watch no. this movie where he's basically a teenager, and then watch uh, Iron Chef on your DVR. Iron Chef, and then what's the what's the wolf one? The French. Oh, one. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Just right in the middle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying he looks exactly the fucking same except for the haircuts. And his absolute doppelganger of a brother, Scott Wolf. Uh, they're not it. brothers. They're I'm. They're not brothers. That was that was the one part of this movie I didn't buy. <laughs> the, Everything the, else, the part that kept pulling you out. It wasn't yeah. uh, Vanna White and Andy Dick and George Hamilton being news anchors. It was no. Uh, that was those great. Guys are supposed to be brothers. By the way, Andy Dick should 100 percent be a uh, our weatherman. A weatherman. Or, yeah. Was a smogcaster. Yeah, he's a smogcaster. <laughs> and of course, the lovely Alyssa Milano as Marion Delario. This movie is, of course, based on the 1988 video game. What? There's a video game? But have you played it? Do, mm-hmm. you, do you have fond memories? I didn't own it, but I, I did play it and I watched people play it. I believe I own it because I remember playing it a lot. <laughs> One of the parts that always uh, ended up being like really tricky, like it wasn't the fighting and stuff, you're going to get hit. You just got to mm-hmm. learn to strategize around it. It was every once in a while when it'd be like a bridge, mm-hmm. and you like had to jump across it, but it always yeah. had like a delay on the controller or something yeah. like that. It was like, oh, you just walked right into okay. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, all all the major stars are here. Um, by from the game, by which I mean the Lee brothers and a Bobo. A Bobo. <laughs> Ooh, and Linda Lash is in the game too. She's the yeah. chick with the whip. <laughs> so what you're saying that uh, Robert Patrick's not in the video game? A Kogashuko? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he was the end boss? I, I never really... I knew a Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> you battled a Bobo. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Neo Geo version of Double Dragon as the final opponent. Ah, very nice. Well, in this movie, uh, we start off with a little uh, opening narration actually from Robert Patrick as Kogashuko. Yeah! Uh, giving a little bit of the backstory of the medallion. Uh, the, the one question I had about it, though, uh, he mentions that the, the maker of this special medallion, that uh, the double dragon that splits into the two pieces, he said the maker sacrificed himself to make the medallion. Yes. How does one do that? Like, falling into the vat or something? Of like no, metal? you like you forge them and then I think you like force your head like right into it or something. I don't know. You <laughs> you, you infuse you, it with you body perform and soul. teriyaki on yourself. You per- <laughs> yes. You perform teriyaki. <laughs> so oh wait, sorry, Yari Curry. 
I, I should really remember that. What I about Harry Carey? <laughs> he performed Harry Carey on himself, and it what? And then it gets to uh, an assault on, I assume, an ancient Chinese village. Right? Um, <laughs> Except for it's modern day. Yeah, it's supposed to be like modern day. <laughs> well, but, you remember, China's closed off at, the, like, at this time. In the 90s? Yes. I mean, on, Hong Kong was, like, imperialized to, like, 95. Yes, but it was still a major metropolitan city. Do you not remember Double Impact and all the skyscrapers? Oh, I remember Double Impact, because it has twice the van damage. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> See, it's the only part I can remember for some reason. <laughs> no, no, there was also a forklift involved. Because, <laughs> once again, we should have saved it for uh, characters who were saved by caterpillars. That's true. And if you'd like to hear all about it, our full-length commentary. Where is that available, Steve? It is available on our website. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Uh, That movie's fucking gold. That movie is amazing. (laughs) But Double Dragon. But Double Dragon. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's the deck on the village, and it's led by somebody who basically looks like the Shredder. Yeah, pretty much. And his henchmen are... um, Two of the uh, generals from Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you know, the so guy, good. The guy with the big uh, Fu Manchu beard. Yeah, the leader of the uh, the Chang Sings. Oh, no, the Wing Kong. Chang Sings are the good guys. Uh, then we uh, fast forward to New Angeles in the year 2007. After the big one. Way in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey, I can't wait for the future of 2007 to become a reality. The big earthquake. Los Angeles is taken over by gangs. <laughs> yep, it totally is going to happen any day now. <laughs> I know. Waiting for 2007 to hit. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a long, long time to come back around. <laughs> you know, I'm willing to wait. I got nothing better to do. There you go. <laughs> Robert Patrick, in the village they get the... The, the half portion of this medallion from somebody and he's like and he you know, gives more backstory like yeah with the power of this I'll be able to control the world that's right the monks lead him right to it it's yeah, like hidden in right. a cave and like they're like slaughtering monks and they're like their tongues are all cut out they can't tell us where it is and they see one of them like run off and the guy just runs like right to it and then he hides behind a rock while he watches them like take it and it's like dude you cut your tongue out to defend this thing. Like, yeah. you don't want to put up some sort of fight? Why did you run to it? Why didn't you run to, like, I don't know, the rat cave? <laughs> yeah, um, for, for plot, forwarding the plot, of course. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. They gotta, like, cut that scene down. <laughs> gotta keep it a tight 90 minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, with, with this half of the medallion, he can't quite control the world, but he can basically turn himself into, like, a flat paper shadow thing, and then... Because he has the power of soul. Soul! <laughs> He's got the soul! Uh, and after a brief demonstration of that, we're then transferred to Kumite. Where, no, uh, some uh, some martial arts tournament where the Lee brothers, played by Mark Dacascus and Scott Wolf, are going up <laughs> against two other assholes. And uh, <laughs> They're all assholes! <laughs> And uh, apparently it's a tag team martial arts match. I, I, I've never seen one of those, but... No, I think it was originally just like... It was it was uh, the Iron Chef versus the first asshole, and then it was uh, the D, the kid from D two versus the second asshole, and somewhere in between they just all got into a brawl, and the other team won. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, because uh, Scott Wolf like jumped on the guy's back and got disqualified, right? and and those guys were the most gracious winners ever. They're holding their trophy like, yeah, we totally beat you. Oh, suck it. <laughs> ah. Eat a bag of dicks, dumb shits. <laughs> this is. 
after they've basically gotten their asses kicked in the disqualification brawl. <laughs> but, eh, it's what happens. And, of course, a brawl ensues after that, and I was totally expecting them to, like, whoop their ass, take the trophy, and then just run off. But not quite what happened. Right? I, I assume they're still serving their suspension here in uh, 2018 for, uh, right. <laughs> for the shenanigans. They went, they went full Conor McGregor on them. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, the <laughs> this movie is, is so trying to have, like, the RoboCop-type commercials and uh, <laughs> news casting and stuff. I, I love it. I Yes, oh God, this what? has a definitely, like, RoboCop-infused like, th- feel to it. I would have loved Paul Verhoeven to have directed this movie. Unlike Showgirls at the same time. Oh, <laughs> he, oh his efforts would have been much better infused into this. Actually, now that I think about it, if Verhoeven did this movie, mm-hmm. and the director of this movie did Showgirls... Oh, shit. I mean, it's basically a giant music video, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes. What could, what could have been? <laughs> That's all right. They're both, uh, they're both wonderful Centurion collection pieces to add to... <laughs> Criterion. Criterion. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. this is a Centurion. This is a Centurion. <laughs> <laughs> Has a centaur on the front? It's, it's, it's only for gladiators. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's uh, the, the commercials for, like, Jack City. And, uh, then, yeah, the newscast with George Hamilton and Vanna White as co-anchors, mm-hmm. and Andy Dick as the spodcaster. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently the city of New Angeles, uh, because they're overran with gangs, basically they've given them the night so they have, like, a curfew when the sun goes down, and yeah. basically is the gangs just run wild and the police are okay with it at night, but then during the mm-hmm. day... It... There's a there's a treaty going on, like... Yeah. <laughs> Everybody had to make some sacrifices, and oh no, the Iron Chef and D two Mighty Ducks are st- stuck in their car after night. Because was he in D two? That's what, or was he just in Mighty Ducks? I don't know. I, that's what I said in the commercial for Mighty Ducks. Did it? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was just known from Party of Five, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. call him Party of Five. Yeah, I'm down with D two. <laughs> but yeah, they're trapped out after curfew, and of course. Uh, I seem to remember driving in their, like, station wagon. Their, their station wagon with, like, a Mr. Fusion in the, in the, uh, between the seats and the rocket out the back and all this kind of, uh, semi-futuristic, like, surveillance equipment. Yeah, the car had the rocket on the back. It has, like, breathing fire. Yeah. <laughs> their station wagon, by the, station the way. Station wagon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, and they have their mom figure. Oh, yeah, uh, Satori, that's right. Satori. Their Asian guardian, I guess. Who yeah, <laughs> well, the, when their dad was killed, apparently in a cave-in excavating for the dragon necklace, uh, she took them in in Japan and then put continents between them and the cave-in. That's right, so that Kogashuko or anyone looking for the medallion would never find them. And what was it, Kogashuko? We find out later his real name's like Gary or something. It was like v- v- Vincent Graxqual or something like that. Yeah, Giles. Gileson? It was something yeah, like yeah, that. So, <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. Oh, but Kogoshuko, okay. Yeah. Take, take a name of a drug alert. I go by Kogoshuko. But they get trapped in for curfew because they... That's right, because the uh, guy wore a mop on his head. It basically yeah. looks like a girl's... He, fit, he uh, thought there was... Yeah, uh, yeah, Party of Five saw... Thought what he saw was a hot chick with car trouble, and they pull over, and then uh, the guy takes the wig off, and apparently they don't just immediately drive away. No, yeah, they're like, okay, hit the gas. No, no, wait for everyone to surround us, wait for a big-ass semi to pull up right? and trap us in, and wait for the seven-foot-tall, 800-pound bodybuilder to jump out. Yeah. 
But it only wants us fifty bucks. Is it? I, I was I, like fifty bucks. Like shit, if you got it, homie. I mean, pay you him know. fifty fucking bucks and be on your way. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like he's asking to like I don't know for some satori. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> but a bit more realistic. Yeah. But so uh but we find this this giant man's name is Bo Abobo. Mm-hmm. Which okay. Bo-a-bo-bo. His parents hate him, we get it. <laughs> Bo Abobo. Who's a Bo Abobo? Who's your Bo Abobo? Oh honey, that's not his uh his his Christian name. That's uh that's the name he took. From a dead Chinaman? What are we talking about? No, I don't know. He just <laughs> I'm not. I'm assuming he wasn't born Boa Bobo. <laughs> it's not the name he wants. It's the name he deserves. <laughs> yeah, he's earned that name. Uh, but yeah, so they make a little getaway. Uh, you know, they finally hit the gas, but to keep, they're apparently out of gas, and they have to keep throwing stuff out of the glove compartment into this Mister Fusion thing in between them. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, wait, what are they throwing in? Is it like their license and registration, or just like? Dirty a bu- socks. A buffet they have in there. They're Dark lunch. matter. <laughs> just random trash they kept there just for when they would need it. Right? I, I don't know. A lot don't of questions there. But yeah, so they're being chased in the giant semi being driven by a Bobo. And then they like throw a newspaper and it like covers the window. So then they switch to like video game drive mode where it's yeah, like the, the yeah, joystick. Yeah, Bobo Bobo does. He's driving yeah. in video game style. Where it's, yeah, it's like a really crude little video game using, I don't know, sonar, r- radar, or whatever, I on top know. of his vehicle yeah. and a joystick. Which is like, okay, that's got to be the worst way of driving possible. Yeah, so I still throw it back to a game. Yeah, yeah, oh, video yeah. Video game movie. Yeah, absolutely. The the Lee brothers and Satori turn a corner in their station wagon and get trapped in an alley. And then uh-huh. and then the, uh, the big semi comes in right behind them, but then right. apparently the alley gets... Narrower and narrower and narrower. Until it just, like, yeah. And they're like, ha-ha, you got stuck? And it's like, yeah, but yeah, you're still trapped and going trapped. to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, weird, he gets out of the car and is super pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he wants more than 50 bucks now. Right. He wants all the money and the robots. <laughs> hey, that may have been a different movie, but... Well, you know, he's the most dangerous animal in Africa. <laughs> he's the most dangerous animal in New Angeles. A bobo. Boa bobo. <laughs> Ooh, a boa. Boa bobo? Boa a bobo. Boa bobo. Boa bobo bobo. No mo bobo boa bobo. Why are you talking like a muppet? <laughs> the CDs wore flasks. Uh, but just before the Lee brothers are about to be eviscerated, they're saved by the color glow stick gang from Batman yeah. and Robin, uh, also known as the Power Core in this movie. Power Core, led by Elisa Milano. Yeah, and uh, she I, also has blonde tips. <laughs> she she has all of the blonde everything on there. Super uh, blonde, except her eyebrows. Her eyebrows are a uh, are natural, a solid auburn. I also have written down, Alyssa Milano is very short. She's a tiny person. She's standing next to the Iron Chef and Scott Wolf and looks about? like their little sister. What are you talking about? He's, he, the, the he's Iron a Chef is like, three. I'm sure he's like nine and a half feet tall. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, then we get a little bit of the backstory about the Dragon Medallion that we kind of got at the beginning of the movie anyway from uh, Satori. And Abobo goes to Kokoshuko, uh, Robert Patrick. And he's basically like, yeah, I thought we had them, and then they, uh, they they got away, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, well, I have an idea. You're going to be part of my new uh, my new science program where I 
Yeah. Basically jammy full of steroids, and you're just going to go with it. He yeah. doesn't like the idea, but it doesn't matter anyway. He gets shot up, and yeah. and he uses the uh, medallion. Yeah, doesn't he like turn like the shadow and like, choke him unconscious or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. He does something, but yeah. Anyway, Bo Bobo's going to be uh, genetically altered. Oh, and then we go to the uh, the Lee, where the Lee brothers live, which is apparently an abandoned theater. By the way, that's where I'd fucking live. Right? Yeah. Fucking awesome. Oh my god, it's so great. They practice <laughs> martial arts, like, up on the stage. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, they have, like, a little apartment in the back. So much space for activities. Right? That's why they're, like, master kung fu artists. Yeah, they even have a nice little uh, locker cage in the back, which may yeah. or may not come into play later. No, anyway. Uh, but yeah, as so we get a nice little tour of their theater and a little bit of drama and blah, 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 blah. Your brothers, you should be working together ever <laughs> since your dad died and I took you in. I also have written down, we get another news flash. Madonna is divorcing Tom Arnold. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which is funny today as it was back then. <laughs> I, that's, oh my god, all, all the newscasts in this. I want, I want a super cut of all of these ones and all of the ones from all of the Robocops. All the Paul, yeah, if they're on the Starship yeah. Troopers one yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> I want all of them. Oh, we also uh, follow uh, Marion home uh, to her family to meet her dad, mm-hmm. the police chief. She lives in a nice neighborhood. Right? Very nice. It's secured. I mean, yeah, sure, they have bars over the windows and stuff. Yeah, but, but who doesn't these days? Yeah, I mean, it's New Angeles. Yeah. Same as Old Angeles. Right? I'd have fucking bars on the window in Angeles. Any Angeles. <laughs> but yeah, we get a little bit of backstory with that and just how uh, the the police chief's basically like, I don't know, this power core's just another gang to me. Like, no, but they're doing good, daddy. You shouldn't be so hard on them. They're just trying to oh, make a she difference. Wear, she wears a wig around her dad so that yeah. she he doesn't know that she's part of the power core. <laughs> yeah, they're led by some three and a half foot tall <laughs> pixie chick. I don't know what to do about her. She looks a lot like you, but you're not blonde, so... <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the, the Lee's lair at the theater, Kogoshuko arrives, and he wants the medallion. Yeah, he does. Um, and so, yeah, then we get a little, little fight scene where they're chasing the Lee brothers around, yeah. Satori, and uh, reinforcements are called in. There's just a lot of... Uh, a lot of comical fighting, really. A lot like, of comical fighting. The two henchmen from earlier there, including, like, the, the two generals from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, those two are a pretty funny little duo. <laughs> I'm, like, into them. I love when they come back at the end. But oh, yeah, my yeah. God, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, they're they're pretty awesome. Uh, and then uh, that's where you get, like, the, you know, one of them's fighting with the bow staff, and then Scott Wolf breaks open a gumball machine, and that's how he fights. Yeah. Like, like, Anybody want some gum? Her sound effects are on point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get a, a nice little scene of Robert Patrick beating a woman, which is yeah. nice. Uh, fighting Satori, slapping her across the room. and <laughs> Yes, and Satori knows him because uh, he used to work with their dad yeah. in the excavation. and Yeah. Something very Tomb Raider about this movie. Right? <laughs> And then there's a knock at the door, and Lee Brothers like, "Wait, what? What the hell is that? Sounds like a truck or something." And then in comes a Bobo through the door, yeah. looking so fucking roided out. He puts the rock to shame. It's <laughs> like he the, looks like looks like he's wearing like one of those like uh, the the collars that people wear, like when they're. I was thinking he 
he almost Spike looked Green? like a like a Ninja Turtle villain. Like yeah. he had like some sort of animal DNA spliced in. <laughs> Could have been yeah. like, like half warthog or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was waiting for him to check his pants, see what happened to his dick. <laughs> My man. That was in an actual movie. That's the worst part of a very bad movie. <laughs> Worst part of it's, very It's really rare where you can movie. find that one moment where it's like, yep, yep, this is it. This is this it. Is this is. And the thing is, I didn't need to see the rest of the movie to know that that was the low. <laughs> the low. Yeah. But I had faith for the rest of that movie because it wasn't going to get that bad. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, Zotori gets possessed by uh, Shadow Kogusuko when he uses the yeah, medallion. Yeah, tries to manipulate the brothers, but they know it's not her. And so they fight and uh, lock her in a cage. Yeah, yeah lock her in a cage. Uh, no, no, wait. She locked herself in the cage. Didn't no, she? they she was, like trying to sacrifice no, they, herself. No, they oh, pushed no, that's her right. in. That's right. They pushed and her in the then cage. he yeah. and then Shadow Shadow Patrick Stewart jumps out. And uh, I'm sorry, sh- who? Shadow Patrick. <laughs> 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 yes, Shadow Patrick Stewart in it. That's right, Shadow Robert Patrick Stewart. He, uh, God yeah. damn it, not this again. <laughs> Another Michael Rooker Hauer situation. You know what? A guy playing a replicant and then a guy in the movie Replicant who both share halves of the but each have, you have half of each other's name. I think I get to be a little confused. Also, we drink during this podcast. So which movie did Patrick Stewart pretend to be a Japanese warlord again? I think that was Life Force. <laughs> False. It was Star Trek Generations. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wait, Nemesis, Nemesis. That's right. I keep getting them mixed up. They're all the same story. All right. Um, is Nemesis the one where he turns into a Borg? Possibly. I think so. I think that's when they get the Borg or the Borg version. Or, no, I think it was Contact. No, no, wait, that, was one, that was the one where Data when gets skin or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, doesn't matter. It's Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Star <laughs> Nobody Star cares Trek. about Star Trek. <laughs> I can hear the booze from here. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting hate mail preemptively. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. This mail's from two days in the future. <laughs> but double S- dragon. <laughs> so Satori's so, so locked in the locked in the closet. No, uh, locked in, in the, the storage area. And uh, Robert Patrick, Robert Shadow, Robert Patrick comes out. And then, uh, but this theater's on fire, and it's like burning oh, down because Robert Patrick sets it on fire. He has the henchman oh, pour gasoline down the aisles, and then goes, "You want to hand over the double dragon, or do you want to kill Satori?" And they start trying to free Satori, and he's like, "Oh, right. you guys always make the good decisions," and <laughs> flicks a cigarette because, like, that's what you do when you're evil. Indeed. And then he's just like, "Whoop whoop whoop whoop!" Out. <laughs> yes, the exact sound sound effect he makes too is. Yep. Whoop 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 whoop. whoop. <laughs> yeah, and they're like curly from Three Stooges. And then Satori's like, no, you can just go without me. Blah, blah, blah. I'll stay here. And it's like, or or you could just kick the door. It's not that strong. Pretty they were sure like pulling it apart. I'm pretty sure she could have crawled over the top. Yeah. yeah. I don't then, think it went to the ceiling. She's like, no, just leave me here to die. And it's like, no, we can't do that. Because, look, the door's open. Right. Yeah, no, but, but they don't. They run out. They close the door. The whole place explodes. Satori is now their spirit guardian. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert for later in the movie. Uh, it'll come back, but uh, then we uh, go to uh, an underground meeting of the gangs, where the guy from the hill has eyes. Um, uh, the hills have eyes, but he's basically saying, "Ah, right, control the night. The police are powerless. Blah, blah, blah. We need to take the day. Who's this guy trying to take over the gangs? Maniacs listen to no one except apparently me, because I'm the leader. I'm um, the leader of the maniacs." 
who is this guy? And then Kogushuko shows up and he's like, I am. And then he shadow chokes that son of a bitch. Yeah, he does. And he basically says, all right, y'all work for me now. And then they, like, start applauding, and I don't know. <laughs> it was, like, a very weird, like, it was a very quick turn. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, okay, you're in charge now, boss. What is our mission? <laughs> uh, he basically says, bring the, med- bring the medallion to me. And so now the in- all the gangs in New Angeles are after the Lee brothers. Yeah. Uh, then there's some drama under the bridge. Uh, a Bobo's corpse should be, uh, but he's found at the fire at the, the theater, so he's fine. Um, totally fine. But one of the running jokes in this movie is the Lee brothers, they, they keep, people keep calling him Ugg and Home for ugly and homely. Yeah. Did that work for you? No, I actually completely forgot about it already. Yeah. Also, neither of them are bad looking. They're no. chefs. I'm not gonna lie, I'd tap that. I, I probably would too. I'm not yeah. Lie. I mean, if he can cook too, I mean, more power to him, but... I've yeah. seen Brotherhood of the Wolf, huh? Right? Yeah. That guy looks good with his shirt off. And he can still do a backflip. I watch Iron Chef. That's true. So that means he's fit. And he he makes those whooshy noises like with his <laughs> eyes. Whoosh! 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 Yeah, plus, I'm pretty sure he's uh, half Asian and half Native American. <laughs> If I remember my movies correctly. It's absolutely correct, sweetie. <laughs> and he's 100% badass. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, Double so it, dragon! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're they're wandering along from the bridge. Uh, the gangs find them. No. And they have to fight their way out. Uh, <laughs> Where we get the boat chase scene? Yes, then it leads to the boat chase through uh, the uh, uh, Hollywood River, which was kind of yeah. clever, going by the Hollywood sign. And right. It's basically like the flooded out like freeways and stuff like that. It's kind of cool, I thought. That, that I really, you know, I like the world they created here. It's it's not horrible. No, it's fun. <laughs> you know it would be really fun? They, uh, they somehow work this and escape from L.A. like into the same universe. <laughs> Escape from Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got cool. But yeah, there's the big boat chase. Um, they're chasing them on their boats because they have them around because they're gangs. Um, but well, if then, you're a river gang, you've got to have boats. Yeah, but then the boat runs into the uh, uh, freeway overpass sign and explodes. <laughs> and the Lee brothers are obviously dead. No. Nope. They're perfectly fine like a quarter mile down river. And that's yeah. like, whoa, that was close. We should be dead. Yeah. All right, on to the next thing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of like when movies are just like, fuck it, this is what we're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, then we go back to uh, the lair of Kogoshuko, and he's just heard that the Lee brother, there was the big boat explosion. Like, fine, scour the river, just bring me the medallion. Yeah, good, they're dead. Go get your di- send the divers in. Yeah. I just want total domination of a major American city. Is that too much to ask? Fucking Robert Patrick is so good. Why is he not a villain in more things? Uh, he's in that Scorpion show with the super we smart guys. We need to watch yeah, that. I was, I was kind of thinking that. Yeah. To be continued. I love Robert Patrick. <laughs> yeah, he. Like, I'm trying to think of, like other movies I've seen him. And he always pops up and he's kind of like a secondary character. But he's always yeah. good. Um, the only other movie I can think of him as a lead in is uh, from Dust Field on Two. Yeah, Blood Sugar Texas Money yes! or something like that. Oh my god! <laughs> but or don't Texas... try and pretend that's not a great movie. <laughs> it's uh... you're right. That's the original is perfect. Now the sequel, the sequel's fine. I like Robert Patrick, so I'm in. Yeah, yeah. 
That's just it. Like, Coming next week, though. Uh, <gasps> not based on a video game, so it can't be next week. <laughs> uh, but uh, then we go back to uh, the Power Core headquarters. Also, another nice facility with uh, lots of cool shit going on. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of stuff for kids to do because apparently all the children of New Angeles just hang out there. Yeah, yeah, they went to the uh, the same school as the bad guys from uh, from Steel. Like, oh. you kids to build video games. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then, uh, <laughs> Abobo's been captured by the Power Corps. Yeah. And he's being interrogated by spinach boarding. Yes. Which is a, an awesome little scene. <laughs> it's like, yes. It's like, what, what, what oh. information can we get from him? And then he shits himself. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is not just a fart or stomach growl. The look on his face, he shit himself. Beautiful, green, cinder-infused shit. Uh... <laughs> Oh, that's right. And then the next next time we see him, it looks like he was sitting on the shitter, but he was mm-hmm. on a stool. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's odd placement for that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I believe it was probably he was supposed to be on the shitter, and he probably couldn't get on it because of that costume. Yeah. But then uh, the, the Power Corps, they come up with the idea the only way to get the medallion from Kogashuko so that then they have both sides is to go straight to Shuko Tower and yeah. form the assault. Uh, so then. Assault on Shuko Tower. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but the, Shuko's uh, invited the, the chief of police over to basically negotiate a new deal. Yeah. And, uh... The gangs get the, the daytime, too. That, that's not a good deal. You're gonna take it, because otherwise it's gonna kill you. Oh. No dice. And then his daughter and the Lee brothers come in through the uh, air conditioning vent. Yeah. Sneaking through. Oh, that's right, because they're trying to, uh... Uh, fish hook the uh, the medallion yes. while while they're talking. Oh my gosh! Yes. And then shoot shoot goes um Hitchman. side chick uh, Linda oh, Lash. Yeah. She's like watching the hook thing come down right? and go up for like I swear to God five minutes. Yeah, she just wanted to see what was going on. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, okay, maybe I should uh, do something and like throw something lashes up there." Lashes it with her whip. Lashes it, and everybody falls. And then it's like, "Oh, now I got your daughter." Yeah. Yeah, strong, competent women. Yeah, so then they they have to split up and escape. Oh, that's right. They they take Jimmy, the Iron Chef, mm-hmm. and because while they're trying to escape from the the basketball zombie, that's like right. Say, they get separated by the doors and like, no, no, it's okay. He'll be fine. Uh. Yeah. By the way, they're fucking basketball zombie. What the hell? That felt like a lazy wardrobe choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, he's a really tall guy. We got him dressed up to be a zombie. What? what? We don't have any clothes that fit. Well, what about just like a basketball jersey? What about the shit he came in wearing? <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, that works. Why not? Oh, by the way, the chief of police drives a Hummer. Right. Well, you have to. Yeah. I mean, come on. Did you see those streets? They're not well paved anymore. Well, yeah, it's true. All those potholes. It's the only way to get around. Yep. Schwarzenegger was ahead of his time. He was. Pioneering those Hummers. You mean Zagovaneta? Zagovaneta. Oh, that's right. And then they have to go back to Power Core. But then Power Core is attacked, and, and there's a lot of martial arts fighting. And by the way, at the Power Core, there's plenty of like little water areas where they have like this neon green glowing water just kind of yeah. absolutely next to where kids play. Yeah, yeah. No one has ever fallen in those things, and is that supposed to be like toxic sludge? Pretty or sure it's toxic or? water. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're dead when you touch it. Yeah, I, I would think so. Or you come out looking like that guy in Robocop, like, ah! Face melting and Maybe shit. that's what happened to Boba Boba. Boba Boba. Perhaps. Perhaps. 
Written down as a Bobo on the shitter. <laughs> yeah, Bobo's on the shitter. Uh, and yeah, uh, was it somebody convinces him to be a good guy? Yeah, I think yeah, I think just hanging out with the power core, he was just kind of like yeah. But in the in the shitter scene, somebody's like, you can like live your whole life being somebody's henchman, or you can take like your destiny into your own hands. And he's like, well, yeah, I, I need to not be, I need to not be somebody just somebody's henchman. I'm gonna go fight for these. That's guys. right. And that was the scene like when he was sitting there on the stool and stuff, where he was like looking like a swimsuit magazine. It was like, yeah, was he gonna masturbate or what? Yeah, well, he was going to be on the shitter for a while. He's been eating nothing but spinach for days. <laughs> yeah, it got a little weird. But hey, everybody, Jimmy comes back. Jimmy! I don't know how he escaped, but... Uh... How could he have escaped the clutches of... <laughs> Patrick Stewart? <laughs> he escaped the clutches of Patrick Stewart! Especially when he was a sexy space alien the whole time! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Jimmy's like, hey, I'm back, everybody. I'm here to help out. Side, sidekick. And <laughs> Let me see medallion. the medallion. Kick. Mine. <laughs> he reveals himself to be Shuko yeah. possessing Jimmy. Um, and Billy Lee... Or, Billy's got to beat the hell yeah. out of him to get the... Got to beat the demons out of him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat the devils out of you. And, and then there's the, the thing where he's like, fine, just take the medallion. And like throws it, but then it like boomerangs back yeah. into his hand. And it's like... Wait, were you seriously just going to give him the medallion? That's not very heroic. <laughs> okay, so also, I forgot to point this out earlier, but uh, when Satori um, hands the medallion over to the brothers, she doesn't hand it over to the brothers. She hands it over to the white brother. How come the Iron Chef did get the uh, medallion? He yeah. never has the medallion. Oh, yeah, he does. Because then, okay. he, then he whoops his ass and then potato. takes it away from him. Yeah. No, when he gets it back and then... Uh, Kokoshuko has oh, both yeah. medallions. That's right. But yeah, he gets both of them. And then with the power of the medallions, he splits into two samurais. And then there's a yeah. fight! Yeah! And... He has the ultimate power now to control everything. But there's only one weakness. Apparently it's light. <laughs> karate! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, not karate. <laughs> not karate. Someone just turns on the lights, and then the uh, right? evil shadow samurais or whatever are defeated. No! <laughs> And a weak the light spec. bulb defeated me! Yeah. What is that, 120 watts? Yeah. To be fair, those weren't invented when those medallions were invented. The creator couldn't have known. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but then they get the medallions back. They put the medallions together, and it gives them fancy new Mighty Morphin Power Ranger outfits. Yes, it does. <laughs> and then, Do we really then, have to wear these? Right. But then the floating head of Satori comes back and tells them, Now that you have the medallions, you have the power to defeat everyone. You are the double dragons. <laughs> Roll credits. No, no, but we forgot the best part. The uh, Do we really have to wear these? I don't know. I kind of dig it. I, uh, I kind of dig it. At least I don't have to wear the blue one. Wait, what's wrong with the blue one? one? (laughs) I'm not going to lie, that was like some of the most brother dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Robert Patrick been defeated, and he's like, guys, guys, we can work out a deal. I mean, I'm rich. I have money. I have control over gangs. They don't know I don't have power anymore. And and then so Jimmy gets the idea and jumps into Kogashuko and uh, basically has him write... A check for $129 million. Yeah. Uh, to give to the police force, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Police force. Somehow, as after that, uh, I thought it was really funny when they're like, uh, like as soon as the check is signed, yep. and not even cashed or turned over no. to the police or anything, like, wait, do you hear that? Sirens. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> so 
like, yeah, the police actually showed up. They must have what? heard a check was signed. <laughs> oh, and the checks in the future are apparently done through that cool uh, printout. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I liked his yeah, like his calculator check writing device. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, so then uh, everything, uh, Kogashuko's going to jail where he's going to be raped repeatedly. Yeah. The brothers walk away with Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure they also have a check. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they wrote a couple checks. I mean, if you've got control over the richest guy in the town. And then they got their dragon wagon back. They got the dragon wagon back yeah. and some guys fixed it up for them. Yeah, it's super nice. And then we got the big trouble in Little China guys at the end. Rolling yes, we'll hedge for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you should have been... I, I told you you should have dove, dove deeper into the in the river to look for the medallion. And the end. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, Double Dragon. <laughs> double Dragon is so good. It's, it's all right. It's I mean, fun. Yeah, it's it's like Super Mario Brothers. Like as long as you go in expecting like a little cartoony yeah. kind of a movie, it's it it could be worse. I wish I had had this as a kid. Yeah, I like I didn't see it like once, like when it came out, and then like eh. Our and children it, will have it. Yeah, and they won't appreciate I, it. I think I know what happened. The next year, like Mortal Kombat came out, Mortal and so Kombat! it was like Double Dragon. What the fuck out Coming soon. Uh, so we're going to take a quick commercial break and share some uh, lovely products and podcasts with you. Uh, but when we return, more beer yeah, and fun facts. Fun facts, super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then every other other week we ate your cues with our mailbag or you know talk about whatever yeah, no big whoop no no big whoop at all so that's what were they thinking you can catch us on podbean youtube itunes google play stitcher and more uh, also a ton of platforms that brendan made up hey do you like movies hey do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! 
Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Holy cow, Steve. Those ads. Right? Those ads. Those ads were like the back end of Alyssa Milano in 1995. Right. <laughs> Those ads <laughs> were like the Iron Chef at any point in his timeline. Chiseled God? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm thirsty. You got anything to drink for me? That's hot in here? Is it just me? <laughs> all right. All this Iron Chef talk. In honor of all this uh, Iron Chef talk making me dizzy, we got some denogonizer. It's a double IPA. Nice. Get, get it? Because it's a double, double dragon. dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Denogonizer yeah. sounds like decapitation to me, but uh, yeah. You get denogonized. Like, it gets you off, like, off kilter. It leads to some kilt lifting. It gets you drunk. <laughs> it gets you drunk. Yeah, um... This is from Drake's Brewing, 9.75% alcohol by volume. Shit, yeah. 91 IBUs. That's the hoppiness. <laughs> uh, let's see. Brace yourself. Denogonizer is a massive double IPA that is sublimely hopped with over-the-top dousing of dank, sticky West Coast hops. Just enough, malt, just enough malt background to keep this big, resinous hop, hop monster in check. Don't be afraid to lose your head uh, in the denogonizer. Uh, see? Losing your head. Huh? Okay. Alright, I'm going to pop the top. Oh, my top. <laughs> oh, my double top. So many tops. All right. And the pour. Yeah. I can smell hops off this already. I'm like three feet away from it. I can smell it. Yeah. Yeah, they it smells like it smells like a pine forest. Yeah. Smells super piney. Hardly even get any malt aroma off of it. Like Yeah. Yeah, nice uh a caramel colored body to yeah. it, uh, light colored head, by which I mean white or off white. It's like off white, yeah, yeah, it's not super white. Steve's gone in for the taste. Got a lot of head there. <laughs> oh yeah, you can get a lot of a lot of pine notes in the, just the the head. Jeez. Mmm. Yeah, it's definitely you. It does have a strong malty uh, backbone oh, yeah. on it to support it, but yeah, lots of pininess on this, but not too like resiny. Like it doesn't yeah. taste like you're licking pine sap. Yeah, you don't get that weird like feeling on your teeth where it's like yeah, gritty almost. But... It's where it kind of tastes the way a pine forest smells. Yeah, but not the way like a pine forest actually tastes. It smells like an, a car freshener. Uh, yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's no. this is delicious. If you are yeah, a hop it's good head, stuff. yeah, good, well-rounded body, yeah, yeah, full-bodied, but obviously there's a little bit of a nine, nine to ten percent burn on it. What? Which is awesome. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So fun facts. Fun facts, super fun facts, cause they're fun, fun facts, and I did it twice, cause it's Double Dragon. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> First-time director Jim Yukich. Uh, uh, summarized his approach to the film. Our characters are like normal kids. 
three kids on an adventure, so we didn't want to make something the kids would almost be too afraid to see. I'd like to make it a funnier, light-hearted vein. By the way, I'm pretty sure that's not what he sounds like, but just wanted to differentiate that it was a quote. <laughs> it was a quote. Yeah, made for the kids. I like it. <laughs> Uh, the boat chase sequence was filmed on the Cuyahoga River in Northeast Ohio. Shout out to Ohio. Home what? video hustle. And climaxes uh, with an explosion which used 700 gallons of gasoline combined with 200 gallons of alcohol. I, I didn't mention that explosion. That was awesome <laughs> in the yeah. movie. It was, oh, yeah, yeah. For I was sure. like, oh, that's right. I remember when they had actual explosions that big in movies. Like, I miss real explosions. Demolition Man. That's one of the great ones all time, I think. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and uh, the fun fact about that. Despite warnings the night before on several news channels, including Channel 69 or starring Vanna White, no, uh, the explosions caused residents of the nearby city to panic, leading to 210 phone calls to emergency services over the next 10 minutes. Ooh. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> and that is honestly all the fun facts I have. That's based on the uh, 88 video game. The film takes place in 2007. <laughs> so sweetie what did we learn from Double Dragon that Mark Dacascus has not aged a fucking day he right. is he he must be part of the same like vampire tribe as Keanu Reeves <laughs> a tribe of vampires very nice yeah it makes sense yeah um, I learned living in a theater would be fucking awesome right <laughs> or for a youth gang called the Power Corps, where they live in a pretty sweet little accommodations themselves. Right? You know, but you kind of have to be an orphan or something to be there, I guess. Apparently. No, no, you can have a dad who's police chief. Well, yeah. It, I guess you just have to have negligent parents. But... Yeah, yeah, these types of parents are too busy for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that's pretty much everybody. Yeah. Right? The Power Corps accepts all. <laughs> exactly. I also learned that if you really want to traumatize somebody... Force feed them nothing but spinach until they shit themselves. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do to me? <laughs> I fed you kale. It's different. Even worse. <laughs> spinach doesn't have all those goddamn sticks and stems. The sticks and stems keep you from shitting yourself. It keeps it a little more solid. Okay. Oh, you do love me. I do. I feed you rabbit food because I love you. <laughs> I learned that a uh, death by green water is no laughing matter. No. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, why did I laugh when I said that? Do you think it has something to do with the spinach? <laughs> oh dear God! Maybe it doesn't... don't don't think too deep uh, on it. Don't think too deep uh, on it. Don't think too deep on it. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to us. Yes. Uh, you can find us, of course. Everything I learned from movies. We're on all the podcatchers. We're on Spotify. We're on Pod. Was it Podcast Addict? iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Podbean app. The Podbean app is super easy. And yeah, some... go get Podbean. Support yeah. them. Yeah, check them out. Tell them, tell them we sent you. Yeah. Uh, it's also really easy to communicate with us with like messengers and stuff, too. Uh, but you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And everything Where would I we find you? At EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from <laughs> movies. Uh, you can also find some of our wonderful art at yeah. untidyvenus.etsy.com. Yeah, I've got movie monsters who love kittens. I painted every single American dog breed and every single American cat breed. You can get those charts there. Yeah, um, also if you enjoy just like random doodles and sometimes really awful ones, uh, follow my Instagram at UntidyVenus. Your stuff is always amazing. She's being humble, guys. Yeah, some of them are less amazing than others. She, she has to be humble because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> 
I'm humble for the both of us. Aww, that's why our relationship works. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hot because I don't know it. That's right, you got all the hotness, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plus, coming up uh, later this week, uh, we have... Oh, yeah, that's right, we have our mini, our mini, mini episode uh, about the Silicon Valley Comic Con. Yeah. Um, and then we also have a very special interview coming up. Yeah, we do. Um, let me put it this way. It's someone from Baywatch. The Rock? No, the television series. Oh, good. <laughs> but it's a big name. So, so it's I'll not the limp dick from... It's not the dead dick from the new Baywatch? God damn it, that movie was fucking horrible. That's the only oh. part I saw. <clears throat> I looked over at... Steve was watching it on a plane. I was I was watching Fantastic Creatures and Where to Find Them. And I look over and my husband's watching uh, The Rock <laughs> and watching Marky Rock. Mark poke a dead guy's dick. It was The Rock and Zac Efron. Same but cl- close enough, yeah. <laughs> but yes, they were they were poking a minuscule penis. So yeah, check us out. <laughs> no, thanks for listening. Seriously, and, yeah. Uh, check out all of our stuff, uh, and check out uh, check out the our fellow castaways and yeah. Potter family. Yeah, go onto Twitter and type in hashtag castaways. You'll see our podcast group. There's a bunch of great podcasts in there, and they're not the big guys. We, we're, we're going for small, artisanal podcasts. Locally grown. Yeah. Locally grown, sustainably sourced. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tammy. Uh, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Tammy. <laughs> and this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. You know what's great? It's like low carb and it's low calorie. So like I'm super into it. Oh my God, stop. <laughs>You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Ellen, and I'm scared we exist in the Matrix. I'm Jaslyn, and I'm bad at ad living. <laughs> and you're listening to High, High Expectations. Expectations, the promo. For our international listeners, you can appreciate our cute New Zealand accents. For our local listeners... You might bump into us in the street three times in the same hour. Our podcast is about pop culture, sexuality, relationships, interesting hobbies, banter and ragging on each other. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or anywhere you might like to find podcasts. Yay, please subscribe. Goodbye. Hi guys, we interrupt your favourite podcast to... Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean.
And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hi, I'm Phil. Oh, did someone just did someone just sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. Oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. I, I am so guys. mixed up today. Just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are. Voltron. Well, no, not Voltron. We are Useless Debates in Pop Culture, a weekly... Or we at least try to be. ...podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding. ding. By no means the a lamp. internet lamp. strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer role... Ooh, tombstone! Tombstone! Or best movie soundtrack... American Graffiti! Or the most successful former boy band member... JT. Then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well named. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. All right, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> One man trying to make a difference. These rats could help us find the cures to literally all disease and ailments. They're also my friends. I've even taught them to sign, and I can understand them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snuggles, you're too much. But doing good can come at a cost. I don't understand. Snuggles is growing at a tremendous rate. What's the serum VX8? No. No, no, that was an experimental growth hormone for plants that helped cure world hunger, but if it was injected into Snuggles, who did this? Dr. Caster Goodspeed, you work for us. You need to remember that. Your creations are our creations. What have you done? What have you put this into? I've changed the world. There are reports of a dragon in the swamps of New Orleans. That's not a dragon. That's a chameleon with bat wings. Jub-Jub. You injected Jub-Jub?! There are now also reports of a giant nutria terrorizing Canal Street. That's Snuggles. We have to get to the French Quarter. <laughs> Snuggles, it's okay. It's me. I'm your friend. What are you so afraid of? Not the bees. Not the bees! Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage. Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. Academy Award winner Christopher Walken. 
Alright, alright, alright. I heard you had some vermin that needs some exterminating. And Academy Award winner, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> From the director of San Andreas, Rampage, and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. What do you say, Snuggles? Let's take them out. You get the bee with porcupine quills and acid spit, and I'll get Jub Jub. Rat Cage. Coming this summer. Straight to DVD. Whoa.